And now, it's Brian Cloonan. Let's cheer. Though he and Will are quite silly, it's clear. With the saw and some glue, he'll build something new. For DIY and good laughs, Brian's here. Today's intro written by ChatGPT. Hey, Limpy, how's it going? <laughs> Just empathetic and sympathetic as always, Will. Always great to see you. Yeah, likewise. Brian Clunan from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore, answering, answering your questions between now and 11. Have you any scandal for us or any news? No, you know, I'm always the last one with a bit of scandal, I have to say. I would have thought in a hardware store it would be full of gossip. It probably is, but I'm such a disaster that I forget it. So I have been known to arrive home and be told some bit of information. And then I said, oh, yeah, I heard that a couple of weeks ago. But of course, it went, it went in one ear and out the other. Now, obviously, there's not a lot. There's a lo- not a lot between between the ears. So it can pass through easily. But I do. And I don't tend to. You know, there's some people are great at remembering stuff and inquiring about stuff and noticing stuff. I notice nothing and I forget everything. Well, let's focus on the information you have retained, All which right, will be okay. DIY matters. And the first query comes from Lisa, whose son has moved back into the home recently, as a lot of adult children do. Yes. But he has brought his two small house dogs with him. And the dogs are shedding an incredible amount of hair. Well, that's the time of year, unfortunately. And her hoover only seems to take up a certain amount from the carpet and upholstery. And she's wondering if there is a product that can remove the hair because she doesn't want to invest in one of these super-duper hoovers for what is hopefully a temporary situation. Yeah, so where to start? Um, Look, I suppose the lint roller is very good. Um, We had a tip recently from somebody. It'll come back to me before the end of the show. Um, The lint roller, you can buy them for a couple of euros. You tear off a fresh piece of paper every time and just run it up and down. Um, I suppose with the hoover, always, always keep an eye on your hoover in that... A, the bag is not full. B, that the filters are cleaned regularly. So the filters, if you have filters in your Hoover, and most of them have, they're normally kind of foam filters that are removable. And you you, you take them off and you, you basically beat them off something. The same, you know, tap them off something. Get as much off the Hoover as you can. I actually went out. I cleaned the Hoover a couple of weeks ago. And uh, because it's dusty, I brought the Hoover outside to do it, emptied the Hoover bag, well, I put in a new Hoover bag. I was going to and, and cleaned all the filters. But what I, I have a blow vac for the garden, so I I brought the Hoover outside and I blow vacked it. And even having emptied it and cleaned the filters, it was incredible the amount of dust that came out of it. So it's you know maybe look at can you do that or can you bring it to a garage where they have a, 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 a what you call it a little um, oh, the the compressor that would blow air out. But always, the cleaner the Hoover, the less blocked the Hoover is, the more effective it will be. Um, and then the lint roller. And there's one other tip; it just won't come to me. But would when it you comes li- to me, would you like a strong coffee? <laughs> do I look like I need? Yeah, I do. I need it. I had one strong coffee this morning, but I haven't slept well for the last couple of nights, so it's probably taking its toll. You can practically hear the cogs turning in his brain <laughs> at a very slow pace. So some sympathy from listeners, perhaps none from me. No, I didn't. I wouldn't expect sympathy from you, Will. Alice. 
has Alice. Her, who the fuck is Alice? Has her daughter, uh, her daughter's parents-in-law coming from the United States of America in two weeks' time. Daughter's parents-in-law. Okay, right. So, the house hasn't looked as well in twenty years, she says. But there's one problem. On the mattress in the spare room, there are stains. And she just has this fear they're going to lift the sheets and see the stains. <laughs> what did they expect? What did the in-laws expect, I suppose? Now, okay. my solution here is flip the mattress. Yes. Well, you see, some mattresses aren't flippable. So I noticed the one we got a few years ago has a... It has a... I don't know what it is in the top. It's probably just, it's probably just added on to make the mattress non-flippable. Therefore, you will have to replace the mattress more quickly. Um, you buy those expensive ones, you see. Yeah, it has a, some little bit of a, a thing in the centre, which is very comfortable, I have to say, but it also makes it non-flippable. Um, so clean the mattress, a couple of different things. We, we've mentioned before the how incredible bread soda is. So just strip the mattress, uh, put on loads of bread soda, rub it in, particularly where the stains, leave it overnight, and then... Uh, hoover it back up again or brush what you can up and then hoover it out and if you keep some of the unused keep a little bit of unused bread soda and if you if you if you lift the bread soda like basically you know get a piece of cardboard and scoop it up onto a piece of cardboard Mm. and put it into a jam jar and look at it in the jam jar or look at it on a piece of white paper beside unused uh, bread soda and you will see how much it has taken up. So it's it's actually a great way of disinfecting it. It's a great way of, of killing any bacteria in it, but it also really does clean it. So give it a good hoovering and then with what's left, um, just get some upholstery cleaner. Some of the, f- now not, not the spray-on upholstery cleaner because that'll remain wet for too long. Get the, sh- the shaving foam type of upholstery cleaner and rub it in really well and leave it for a couple of hours and then wipe it out really well. Leave for an hour, sorry, Max, and then wipe it out. Um, and that will remove more stains. And last of all, if you feel it's not going to do it, just buy a mattress protector and put on a tight mattress protector before you put on the sheet so when they lift it look it look clean and you could even run a couple of stitches you could get some strong thread and run a stitch right across which in theory is just to keep the mattress protector tight but it's really designed to stop the in-laws from lifting mm. taking off mm. the mattress protector can you please let Brian know a Hoover is a brand, yes. not a device type. Yeah, we all do it. It should be referred to as a vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner. You're quite mm-hmm. right. Correct mm-hmm. and right. Yes, a vacuum cleaner. Marion Doro says, I know it takes a little bit of elbow grease, but using a brush with good strong bristles works best for hair on the carpet in my house. Yeah. Perhaps a job for this lady's son, she yes, says. Correct. And actually using using the brush and the vacuum cleaner. Aha, see what I did there? Vacuum cleaner. Using the brush and the vacuum cleaner together is very effective. Nancy in Athlone says you can get mattress protector in Duns that fully encloses the mattress. The bottom as well? No. Well, she says fully encloses. So, oh, like, right. like a, Does like a text answer? Like, no, a, like, a, like a bag then, really. That's what she's implying. That's yeah. great. Mm. Wow. Will pet hair can be removed with a damp microfiber cloth? and also damp rubber gloves, says ah. Geraldine in Mullingar. 
And actually, I'm going to try something now. I use, so for cobwebs at home, we have, I don't know what to call it. It's a microfiber. It's a thing about... You really have the cobwebs in the brain today, don't you? <laughs> How many times have you said, what you call it? What you call it? Can't remember, yeah. Um, this thing is microfiber, but it's, it's, it's about 18 inches long. And it has all little dangly bits hanging out of it. <laughs> microfiber dangly bits. Brilliant for cobwebs. And it has an extendable handle. And it is great for cobwebs. But I never thought of, of using it on the dog hairs because we have two dogs. We have a new addition to the family now. And uh, a second Springer Spaniel with uh, a lot more energy than the first one, but a lot more hair as well coming off. So let's try that. Does she liven up the other one? Oh, very much so. The mm. poor other one is exhausted. She's <laughs> perennially exhausted from trying to keep up with her. Whenever we hear loud barking in the garden, it's because the younger dog is giving out to the older dog who just wants to lie down yes. while they yeah. want to play. Well, I had a friend who got a new dog and not by his daughter got a dog and didn't want it. But his original, his first dog, Prince, who was uh, elderly enough, but never he, the gates of the house were always left open. He, the dog never left the house. But after a week of the new dog, he was driving home and he meets Prince walking into town along the side of the road. He was basically running away from home. It's the first time he ever left the house without his owner. Wow. And the dog was running away from home. He managed to shed the other dog and was running, was walking into town because he just couldn't stick it any longer. So is Prince back at home? Prince, well, I think Prince has passed since. Oh, dear. Grandad has been in touch and says, has Brian ever heard of the old way to find the capacity of a square tank? I think it was to multiply the depth by the width and the length. I'm not sure, but I remember my dad doing it. Yeah, so that'll give you the cubic. So whatever you're using, be it metres, centimetres, inches, feet. You're, that's exactly what you're doing and then that can be converted. So your your cubic meterage, your cubic footage can be converted to literage. Very, just Google it or open the old... I was about to ask you remember the open, formula. Not at all. Um, we, we, it's gas. I must actually root it out. We had a book in the shop which converted everything but I don't mm. mean just a formula. You know, it had one square foot equals two first square equals and it did the whole way across to you know, meterage, cubic, uh, so imperial, imperial gallonage, and then literage, and it was brilliant. Sounds like the devil's form of maths yeah. tables. <laughs> is there a security device for the gate that will let me know when somebody is coming? Oh, these days, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, down to the basic ring doorbell, which... You know, you don't have to treat it as a doorbell. I, I know somebody who uses it just exactly for that. He he has it at the ba- over the back door. No one will ever ring it. But if someone comes into the back garden, mm. he gets a text and he can have a look at them. I suppose the challenge there is if it's at the gate and it's outside of the Wi-Fi coverage. There you go. You may need. I got a, a Wi-Fi extender recently and I have to say I find it brilliant. Excellent. So I must park outside the house more often. <laughs> Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. More queries after these. Mr. Fixes on Midlands 183 with Brian Clunan. Call us on 0818 300 183 and put our toolman to the test. <laughs> I'm laughing. It says, hello, second granddad from first granddad. 
Very good. We'll and, what get about, and what about granny? A, a granny and either granddad related? I'm sure there are many grannies and granddads. <laughs> Cecilia in Mullingar recommends getting two mattress covers, putting one on each side. That also works, she says. Oh, yeah. Well, that's clever. Mm-hmm. That's very clever. And maybe a couple of stitches just to make sure that the in-laws yeah, can't actually separate them. Yes, yeah. yes. That's very good. And... Joe tells us that a mechanic should have a little fitting to go on the compressor, making sure it gets into every corner of the vacuum cleaner. That's back on a previous. Oh, and this is cleaning out the vacuum cleaner. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I was I was smiling when you said that the people who have the in-laws coming, the new, is it either potential, I can't remember, or in-laws coming from America, and the house has never looked as well. And it's it's gas. You know, I always think, if you're going to have a big party in the house, it's, it's good to actually throw a party in your house now and again because it makes you see things and do things that you never think of doing. And I think I'm not alone in saying that I don't think our house, our last house, ever looked as well. In the, in the 20 years or 19 years that we were there, I don't think it ever looked as well until we put it in the market <laughs> to sell it. And I think there's a lot of people like that. But sometimes it's good to have something in the offing that has people calling to your house that make you do jobs. In our case, it's the babysitter and it's only the sitting room that gets cleaned. <laughs> no, you should throw a big party. I think you threw a big party just invited all the listeners. Like, the house is big enough to take it. <laughs> There's enough parking for everyone. I think just that's what you should do. Feck off. John in Rochford Bridge says, we recently had our red brick driveway power washed. Red brick driveway. Very nice. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the brick came up like new, but since then, some of the bricks have become loose. Can you recommend a quick fix? Well, I suppose the big question is how were they, were they, so bricks, red bricks, uh, I would say the handiest thing, if it's only some, what I would do is go to your local uh, builders, providers, hardware shop, or even anybody who sells the paving slabs, and they will have, um, a dry powder that comes in a bucket. There's, there's so many different brands. I can't, I just off the top of my head, I can't think of any of the brands. But they all come in a, in a bu- heavy little bucket with vacuum-packed bags of grout, basically. It's like grout for your tiles, except it's grout for your paving slabs. And, but it's, it's a completely dry powder that you just put in and brush away so you brush it down into the cracks and then when the air gets at it it sets so it's a very rather than working with sand and cement or mortar or anything like that this thing goes on so while it's dry you make sure and do it on a dry day and you make sure that you brush off so there's nothing left on the surface but then once it sets once the air gets at it that's enough for it to set so it's a way of fixing down everything really well without staining the red brick that's what, and they, it comes in a whole variety of colours. And as I say, builders, providers, or anybody who sells the paving slabs will have it. I, I can't think of a single brand off the top of my head, but they, there's loads of different brands out there. A caller in Cretillard says, in the upstairs bathroom, the bath is fibreglass, and after a long time investigating, we discovered where we have a leak, and it is a hairline crack. Now oh, it's a tight space and it will involve a lot of work to replace the bath. So I'm wondering first if there's a type of glue or filler that could repair it. Yeah, well, first question, where's Cretillard? 
Leash. All right, okay. Never heard of it. Milk gas. Mind be- you, I'm often... be- between Athai and Castlecomer. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I suppose the first question is can you get in under the bath? Hopefully, you can. I know they say it's a tight space, but if you can get to where the crack is, then the, the, the cleanest, simplest thing to do is to go to your local motor factories and get, what, get what's known as a fiberglass kit. And a fiberglass kit comes in a, it's a, I think there's only the one brand I've seen, which is David's, but there could be other, David's eyes upon. And it comes with a piece of fiberglass matting about the size of an A4 page or a bit smaller. And what you do, it comes in three, there's basically just three things in it. There's the fiberglass, there's a tin of resin, and there's a hardener. And what you're doing is you're wetting the fiberglass, you're putting the hardener into the, into, the, into the resin, you're shaking it up really well, you're completely wetting and impregnating the fiberglass, and then put on a pair of disposable gloves and pat, put the fiberglass, it'll be very sticky and tacky and, like yourself, a bit difficult to work with. Uh, tacky <laughs> and sticky <laughs> and difficult go, to work with. Go on. And uh, you pat it into place really well and leave it to set. So on the underside, it doesn't look well. It looks horrible, but like yourself again. But um, He's waking <laughs> up, isn't he? The coffee kicked in. You pat it in under where it is and it sets completely waterproof and hard. So it would be used in the motor factors trade for doing a job like this. It would be used to repair boats. It would be used to repair canoes. So it's perfect for the bath but only on the underside because it's quite unsightly. Mm. Uh, but if it's on the underside, obviously that doesn't matter. Now, if you really feel that's not possible, if it's in at an angle or in at an awkward spot, well, then I would be getting a clear two-pack epoxy glue, various different brands out there. And you'd be putting, you'd be doing it twice. You'd be mixing up a small amount of this. So we've mentioned the two-pack glue before. It's a brilliant all-purpose glue because it sticks everything. And... It never sets until you mix it. So if you only mix one-tenth of the pack, that leaves you with nine-tenths that you can use again and again and again. But it's also get the clear version, and what you'll do is mix it up twice, and the first one you'll be kind of forcing into the crack. You'll be using a tiny, infinitesimal amount of it into the crack. Leave it to set, and then do a second one that you will just dribble over the crack. And that will be visible, but the clear one won't be that noticeable and it'll still be better than replacing the bath. And, and it'll be one of these things, you'll, you'll see it because you know it's there, but nobody else will pay any attention to it. And it'll set rock hard, but yet with a degree of flexibility that will allow the movement when the bath fills up with water. In around less than half an hour, actually, the Rose of Tralee, Rachel Duffy, shall be here. And music on her playlist includes Sure. Shania Twain and of course being from County Westmeath Niall Horan is in there as well Brian Cleanan is here to take on your DIY dilemmas Mr Fixes on Midlands 103 text and whatsapp 083 30 10 103 Brian Cleanan is here from Cleanan's Hardware in Tullamore and funnily enough our next question comes from Mount Temple home of the Rose of Tralee and the listener has an old chest of drawers that belonged to her granny and she was going to paint them yesterday and then noticed what appeared to be little woodworm holes. So she paused and wanted to ask you today whether it's treatable and can still be painted and kept 
or does it need to go out in the bin and fast? Ah, no, if it's belonging to Granny, you have to keep it. Um, yeah, but you don't want woodworm, you don't want woodworm migrating to everything exactly. else. Exactly. So the good news is a couple of things. Number one, there's actually three bits of good news in this. Number one, this is the time to do it. So June, July is the time to treat for woodworm because that's it's the easiest time to treat because that's when they're active. So, um, I mean, if this was in situ in Granny's house and it's only been taken out now, if they're active, there will be a very fine dust on the floor. Very fine dust. And the woodworm holes, by the way, I know we always say this, but people, you always need to remind people, the woodworm holes are where the they woodworm ate their way out. And when they eat their way out, their, initi- their immediate reaction is to lay more eggs. So they never lay their eggs on the painted or varnished surface. It's always the unvarnished surface. So that would basically be the back, the bottom of the, of the thing. So there's no need to treat those holes. They're not going to lay eggs in those holes. That's where they left. So the two things, I suppose, that are good news, three things. One is this is the time to do it. Number two, there's a lot of not smelly uh, liquids available now. So traditionally, you were always getting a wood preservative with a woodworm killer in it. Nowadays, you have woodworm killer liquids that are water-based, so they still contain the woodworm killer, but they don't have the horrible smell of the of the wood preservative. So it's a lot easier to do. Um, so what you'd be doing if you're using the liquid is, I would always say bring it outside anyway, if it's convenient, turn it upside down, take out the drawers of the drawers and treat all the unvarnished uh, the bottom, the back, the bottom of the drawers, spray all those, but particularly the joins. They, the woodworm don't lay their eggs on a flat surface. They lay their eggs where there's a join or a split in the timber or a gap that they can get the eggs down into. And then the other option, and then just leave it. Now, I would say, if you can do that, I personally would say, see, can you get a couple of pl- big plastic refuge sacks and tape all around it so that the fumes from the liquid remain active and in the timber for longer rather than drying out straight away. Um, alternatively, you could put it, in, it doesn't matter what room in the house you do it in, you could get one of the little bug bombs. So bug bombs are designed to kill all insects, including woodworm. Um, and what you would do in this case is you would take out the drawers, if it's, a, oh yeah, say chest of drawers, I think. So you take out the drawers and you'd pile them up on top of the the, the piece of furniture and you would put something say four tins of paint or something to lift the furniture a few inches off the ground and then you would put the bug bomb underneath and you would get a tarpaulin or a heavy sheet or a bed sheet a double bed sheet and you would set off the bug bomb under the furniture and because the bug bomb then burns smoke for three or four hours it gets everywhere Maybe some of the places that the liquid that you can't get it, but because smoke gets everywhere and it's contained in this small tent that you created, it'll be very effective. So the, the, the woodworm killer and the bug bomb will both cost around the same thing. So you decide which one suits your needs better. Can I make a hasty retreat Go and on. retraction? Yes. I said the Rose of Tralee was from Mount Temple. She's from Rosemount. Oh my God! Different parish. So much trouble. Different parish. Oh my God! Moving swiftly on, we'll pretend that never happened. We'll edit it out later. I don't think it works like that. No, I don't no. think that's. I think that's the problem with live radio. Mm. I have gotten myself in trouble a few times down through the years. Not nearly often enough. <laughs> Noreen would like you to repeat the name of the product for clearing cobwebs. Ah, oh, I'll take a picture of it when I get home. I, I don't know what it's called. That's useful for radio, it's isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> you could have posted the picture. It's it's a microfiber cobweb duster, um, <laughs> and it has an extendable handle with with dangly bits. With dang with, uh, with you know fifty little dangly bits off it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Good luck, Noreen, shopping for that one. Jerry the plumber has been in touch. He says, if you gently sand the first coat of epoxy glue after it sets and then apply the second, you'll get a great finish. Great. That's great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. You're quite right. This is back to the bath, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so what you would do, and thanks, Jerry, that's brilliant. I really appreciate that. But what I'd always say is, what I do in that case is I get some silage tape. So silage tape is like black, strong tape. And you tape around the bit of glue that you've put, just put on. Thanks, Jerry. I'm so glad you said this. This is the problem with live radio. You don't always think of everything because you obviously don't know the questions before you come in. or before you, I hear them the same time as the listener does. Um, so you could tape around that with the silage tape. Now, the reason the silage tape is three things. Number one, it's very cheap. Three or four euros will buy a big roll of silage tape. Number two, it doesn't leave any glue behind when you take it off. And number three, when you sand around, so what you don't want to do, you only want to sand the glue. So by taping around the glue, you won't leave any scratch marks on the bath. You leave the scratch marks on the tape, which you're then going to remove. So you tape around the glue, give it a very light sanding. So maybe... Um, Maybe 1,200 grade black emery paper, which is really super smooth, but it's enough to give a grip the next time you put on the next coat of glue. So that is terrific, terrific advice from Jerry, and thanks very much. Is this the gadget, by the way? It's Yeah, it's similar, yeah. 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 So, so my version is a, just a longer version of that, but the very same principle, yes. Right, so for the benefit of 120,000 people who can't see that... <laughs> Well, go on. Now, you've seen a picture of it. You describe it. It's a purple dangly thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There, there you go, Mrs. Ask for that. Yeah, mine was yellow. Yeah. But they, yeah. All right. Apparently, you can buy them in Lidl. Very good. So go into Lidl and ask for a purple, purple dangly, dangly thing. thing. Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. Thursday special. You'd be arrested for that. All right. Brian Clunan from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore is here. And our next question comes from... It's from Laura, who moved into her new apartment and is very excited about this and where she should be. Congratulations. She's decorating on a budget. All right. So she wants to join two curtain poles that her brother gave her to make one long curtain pole. How can you join them? Yeah. So this is actually, this is good because you, so years ago, you used to be able to get double ended screws. So you can imagine it, you got a screw, you screwed it into a piece of timber and then the other end was also a screw sticking out, but you can't really get them anymore. But what will work really well here is you're going to drill a hole in the centre of each pole, only about an inch long, 25 mil long, and you're going to get a screw. So let's say a, a six millimetre by uh, 70 or 80 millimetre long screw and make sure it's fully threaded. And you cut the head off the screw and then you drill a hole. This hole you've drilled is a little bit smaller than the screw. So say six mil screw, you'll drill a five mil hole and you'll get a vice grips and you'll thread the non-pointy end. So you've cut the head off the screw. So now you have a pointy end and a flat end. But because you've pre-drilled the hole and you have a vice grips, you can thread half of the screw into one pole. And then holding that pole tight in your hand, you can then twist on 
because again you've pre-drilled mm. you can twist on the the uh, the second pole onto the screw that's sticking out so half of the screw is now in one pole half of the screw is sticking out and when you thread it on it'll screw into the other pole and it'll be really strong now it's important that you do this in the middle and then the bracket that you're going to use in the middle will hide the join so if you had let's say the two poles are three foot long which is obviously six foot but you only need a five foot you don't just cut one off you cut you cut an equal amount off each so that they now meet in the middle and the, the bracket hides it. And that works really, really well. And it's very strong. Martha in Edenderry, final question. She has worm, uh, worm-like bugs with tails and they are under the back door frame. And she's wondering what to use to get rid of them. Worm-like, so are they... They're not warm, so they're probably... Hardly earwigs or something. No, worm-like. Anyway, 99% of bugs and creepy crawlies and so on are, are killed are with permethrin. So permethrin is an organic uh, thing that's available in loads of different forms, but the handiest one you'll buy now for this will be ant powder. So 90% of ant powders contain permethrin. That's all they contain. And you will just puff it in at the base of the of the maybe inside and outside of of the door saddle wherever they are and when they crawl over it they die so that'll that'll work very very quickly if it's if you're doing it inside and you just puff it along the edge and I just get a paintbrush and I brush it into place so that it's no longer visible but when they come in contact with it they die and that'll wipe them out Trish chips in could be silverfish would Promethrin work on silverfish? Oh yes yeah, so Promethrin and powder works on silverfish no problem Fine Brian, thanks very much. Thanks, Will. Healy shall be back next Wednesday, 20 past 10, or you'll find him at Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore in the meantime. Call us on 0818-300-183 and put our toolman to the test. Mr. Fixes on Midlands 183 with Brian Cleanan. It's almost 11 o'clock. Time to discover straightforward information about the amazing Volkswagen range at Michael Moore, Port Arlington, VW.ie.